Inspiration and marketing ideas for you and your business. Hello everyone, my name's Vashan and on today's show we have someone who I like to describe as a bit of a mindset mechanic. He's going to share with us today his inspirational story of overcoming a rough childhood with exposure to alcohol abuse and depression to now being an award-winning social entrepreneur. This is Warren Ryan. How's it going? You okay, Rashad? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for agreeing to come on the podcast today. You know what? It's, my, it's been my pleasure. I feel, I feel privileged for you, for you asking me to come on. How are you doing at the moment? I'm doing a little bit better than fantastic. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, so to start, can you tell us a bit about your life before you became a speaker? Definitely. So let's take you back to 1989, all those years ago, right? So I'm 26 years old. Um, I grew up in a small town called Oxford, and I'm the oldest of four. So my mum had me at 17, I was the oldest at four, and as a child, I witnessed things a child shouldn't see. So my first memories as a child was witnessing my mum being abused by men. And this is something that was normal to me at the time, and I just... It, it was so hard to, um, to cope with it, to be honest, because my mum, she's your first love, and witnessing that, it was just, it hurt. It really did, it hurt. I remember going through that pain, and me not physically being hit by the, by my mum's partners, but just feeling it, because my mum was being hit, and my mum was being abused. And then from that, it went to depression. My mum went through depression. She became very kind of like kind of just hollow, lost. And then she went through drug abuse. And it started off with weed. And then went to um, higher drugs. They went to crack cocaine and heroin. I remember being around eight years old and just knowing that crack cocaine or heroin could kill someone. So for me, I would kind of get home from school and... I would find crack pipes, and that would be what I would do. I would break these crack pipes in half, and just as, because I was so young at the time, I just remember thinking, if I broke a pipe, it would it would cure my mum, it would help my mum. But every day, I'd find a new pipe, and it was in a place where I was just going in this vicious cycle. And then to make it all kind of get worse was that my family got split up, and I went into care. So I went from home to home feeling, not feeling a part of the family, not having that, knowing that it just, it wasn't your family. And then that played a huge part in my self-worth, how I valued myself, who I thought I was as a person. So growing up, I was always trying to fit in, always trying to impress people. And it got until, through my school life, that was my process, I kind of was trying to impress people. And when I was 13 years old, the beautiful thing was the miracle of my life was my mum put herself into rehab. And when she put herself into rehab, she got us back together again as a family. And it was like, wow, like my mum, my superhero, she's came back to rescue us. And we started a new family again in Bristol. And it was a new start. And with this new start, 
I didn't want to tell anyone my story. I didn't want to tell people because I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of standing out. And there was only so much time I could kind of just kid myself. Like, I was good at um, kind of, like, getting others to believe me, believe my story, but I knew my real story, and it haunted me on a day-to-day basis, and it, it led me to my depression. And with my depression, I suppressed so much through what I'd gone through in my childhood. It just came out at once, and I became hollow. I didn't want to live no more. I started to question everything. I started to question reality. I just... Like, the material things would excite me, or going out on a weekend would normally excite me, but when I went through depression, it kind of took away the fake glitter, the fake shiny wrapper from these material things that... Remember, I just saw it for what it really was, and it took my happiness away as well. And then what happened then was when I was at my lowest, I was in a place where I didn't want to take medication because I witnessed my mum taking antidepressants and it just, it kind of almost numbed my mum and she, but she just carried on taking them and it's like, I didn't want to be dependent on drugs. So I wanted to find the root cause of my depression and that's, this is when I created my philosophy. I started to understand how the mind works, but I had to dig deep and it's all about immersion. So I had an opportunity to go and coach football in America, like at my lowest in, in depression. So me flying out to America was kind of an escape for me. It was like getting away and leaving my depression away, but my depression followed me. But this time I was on a mission to find the root cause of this depression. And I've done it myself because when you're going through depression, you don't care about yourself. I couldn't even have done it for my family. It had to be a bigger cause. And what I realized is that I wasn't the only person suffering with depression or the life that they didn't like living. So I was on a mission to reach one million lives by 2019. And it started off by sharing my story. I shared my story and my Twitter blew up. It went from 100 followers to up to 50,000 followers. I was getting messages from Australia, America, in Africa, saying to me, Warren, I don't know who you are. I just read your story. I'm going through this as well. You've inspired me to share my story. And then this is where it started. And I said, from that point, I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to go reach millions of people. I'm going to become an international speaker and travel the world. So I decided to move to London, the big city of London. And I moved here with 400 pounds to my name with this burning desire, this burning why to become an international speaker and, and to reach one million lives. So I went to schools, colleges, universities, and I had a strategy. My strategy was this. It was to master my psychology so that I could become so effective at what I do. And then it was about the exposure. So I could be the best coach in the world, but if people don't know who I am, they're not going to invest in me or they're not going to believe me. So I coach for free. I did loads of free speaking gigs. And I built up so many testimonials that I could then use that as the gold. I could use that as the proof that my coaching works and I created a business. And I went from getting paid nothing to then now getting paid 
1,000, 5,000 pounds for an hour's talk. And a big tool for me to reach a million lives is, is the money aspect. It's understanding that money is just a tool. And it's a tool that allows you to give more. So in that journey, I've had to study financial education so that I can become more effective with money. And I can not be the slave of money. And I can now become the master of money and getting paid to do something that I love, which is adding value to people's lives. So currently at the moment, I'm now the founder of the Fearless Speaking Academy, where I train people who are shaking of nerves to speak on stage, and I get them comfortable, comfortable in an uncomfortable situation in one day. And they go from being scared to being so fearless in one day, and they speak in front of 200 people in that day, which is amazing. I am also the founder of the 21-Day Mind and Body Program as well, which gives people the tools and strategies to live life on their terms. And I speak all over the world, and I'm currently going to be speaking in Antigua, which is going to be amazing. So, like, if you'd have asked me that two years ago, it would have been like, what? And this would this have never happened. So, yeah, that is my story in a nutshell. You've had to deal with so much from such a young age. And as you mentioned earlier... Lots of people responded to your story via Twitter um, because they felt it was really relatable. So would you ever think of turning it into a movie? I'm so glad you asked that because that was literally, I can see it. And over the last couple of years, I've been wanting to make that happen. But what what's happened really, I think it all comes out in due time. So I think if I would have brought out a film or a documentary, it's going to start off with a documentary, and if I was just brought that out last year, none of the stuff that I've achieved now, so for example, the Fearless Speaking Academy, Speaking in America, Bulgaria, that wouldn't have been, been in it. So it's definitely on the cards. It's yeah. definitely going to happen in the near future. That's good. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, thank you. And um, I know you're soon to be a father, which is something that you've yearned for for years now. So how do you feel that this will impact your life? Wow. Do you know, I can't even describe it with I just can't describe it like this is something that I've wanted since I could remember especially because I grew up without a father in my life I wanted to have that son and dad relationship and I finally get to have it after 26 years so physically when my boy comes to this world but he's here he's just waiting in my mum in his mum's belly but when he comes out when I hold him in my arms it's going to make it so real. It's going to make my why, it's going to make my hunger so much. It's going to make it just, it's going to make it real. It's going to get me in a place where I've never been before. And the hunger is going to be non, unstoppable, unstoppable with it. <laughs> and as you mentioned before, you're doing the Speaking Academy, the Mind and Body Programme. You're just such a busy bee. I mean, how do you balance all of these things? Do you know what? The balance kind of goes out the window. I feel like if you're a new business owner, you've got to have unbalanced because you've got to get it off the ground. So currently at the moment, all of my output is towards my business. It's with my with, with my partner, Jojo, and, and everyone that I'm socializing with are entrepreneurs or people that want to become entrepreneurs or that want to live life on their terms. So every single day, it's all about business. But, you know, I wouldn't even... It's not business that you get tired of or bored of. It's something that I love and it's my lifestyle. And because I get paid to do what I love, it just makes it normal. It just makes it that, like, 
this isn't work. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So your mind and body program, can you share some insight on the success of that? Okay, so I launched the 21-day mind and body program June last year. And so far, we've had 200 people signed up on it. And the amazing thing is that it attracts all walks of life. But there's one similarity. These are people that say, I need change in my life. I need to be living on my terms. So what the program offers, it gives them the tools, the strategies on how to go against the old you, how to replace those bad habits with good habits, habits that are going to get you in line with your goals and aspirations. And then it's removing the limited beliefs. I believe that people only achieve what they believe. So this program is designed to tailor-make your belief system to put it in line with what you really want in this world. So it's a 21-day program, and the 21 days is what it takes to create a new habit. So this, this program is going gone, gone from strength to strength. We've got a community of like-minded people that are supporting each other. It's just it's, it's an amazing, it's, it's, it's become an amazing community of people and we're getting phenomenal results. We're getting people that are leaving their nine to five jobs and becoming entrepreneurs. And that was the vision from the start. Yeah, I mean, myself, I've seen so many testimonials and that and the change that some people say they have is just fantastic. I mean, many were within like just a few days, you know? So Warren, so many people warm to you what would you say are your key personality traits? That I would say one of my biggest key personality traits is I'm loving. I love people. I genuinely love people as much as I love my family. And that was something that I had to learn myself on my journey. And I believe that I have to go through a certain amount of pain to then be able to have empathy and to understand other people and to realise that everyone goes through struggles in their life. So the loving is a big part. It's just that I acknowledge people. Another trait for me is I acknowledge people, I celebrate people, and I'm always wanting to build relationships with people, not for my own, not just for my own gain. So if I'm in Starbucks, for example, I want to make Mandy's day. I want to make her feel special. So that's one of my strong, strong traits that I have. It's just love. It's just give and treat people how you want to be treated. And you've always just got so much energy. Where does that come from? You know, the energy, a lot of people say that to me. It's thinking, well, where is this energy coming from? But I believe the energy is all around us. We all have this energy, but it's your desire that triggers it. So you can imagine if your mission is to reach a million likes, you're going to need this abundance of energy. And this is, this is where it comes from. I'm in a place where I wake up and I just want to get the most out of the day. I want to reach people's lives. I want to grow and... The energy is a byproduct of that. Yeah, definitely. So can you tell us about the Speakers Academy, which is another success, and how you're using the programme to transform people's lives? Definitely. So the Fearless Speaking Academy, the Fearless Speaking Academy, yes. in that word, I, my mission is to educate people on the tools and strategies of how their mind works, but also to give them the tools to be able to speak comfortably anywhere. I think that's important to say, to be able to be you, that person who you are behind closed doors, and to express, not try to 
people please or to stand and sit on the fence, but to just voice your opinions and your beliefs. So I set up the Fearless Speaking Academy to give people just that, the tools to therefore they come into me on the day, on the same day at 8 a.m., like, Warren, I'm so shy, I'm nervous, I'm scared. And then we work throughout the day on what fear is, what's happening in the mindset. We work on communication skills. Because a lot of people, they communicate with their words, and that's it. But they fail to recognize that actually communication, just verbal communication, just counts 7% of communication. So we work on body language. We work on how to become a better communicator. So therefore, your audience understands you. And they follow you on your journey of whatever you're sharing. So on that day, they get in at 8 a.m. We coach them throughout the day till 5 p.m. And then the floodgates open. We have 200 people attend our event to come to watch the speakers. We have a business panel as well. So we get the elite entrepreneurs down to the Fearless Speaking Academy to have a Q&A with the audience. And then the speakers get to share the same stage as the, as the successful entrepreneurs and they get to share their stories and share advice to empower and to add value to the audience. So that's the Fearless Speaking Academy and it runs every single month. That sounds amazing and I'm sure that's something that a lot of the listeners would be interested in. So when's the next one? My next academy is the 28th of February, which is the Sunday. I've seen you develop a lot in the last 12 months from speaking at the Inspire Your Biz event last year, April, where you had the audience captivated, to now being global and speaking in America and Bulgaria. I mean, what's next for you in terms of speaking? Thank you, thank you for that. That's a big compliment. You know, what's next for me in the speaking world is, one is I want to reach more lives. I've got a passion for reaching more lives. I want to reach people that, that are from different cultures, different countries. So going global, speaking, speaking around the world, and just getting as many, get, getting as many speaking gigs around the world, so that I can reach a lot of different people and to reach that million, million people target for me. I think for me that all kind of, it just proves that it's possible. Like at the start of my journey, a million people to reach a million people seems such like it seemed like Mount Everest. It was like whoa. But now it's becoming such a realization that it's, it's possible. So we've reached, I've reached over 500,000 people so far. So I'm on the halfway mark. So my goal now is to get as many speaking gigs around the world and just to share my advice and to give love and to add value and to change lives. That's fantastic. And um, being a strong speaker, if there was another talent you could have or ability that which you don't have, what would it be? I would be a singer on the stage. <laughs> I would definitely be a musician. I would love to be a singer. Like, I want to be a singer. I need to have something. <laughs> Is there a particular singer that you look up to most? Is there, um, I would definitely say Michael Jackson. He's the all-round entertainer. I love him. He's creative. He can sing. He can dance. He's got it all, man. He's got the show. <laughs> And um, as you mentioned as well, you're going to Antigua soon. So yeah. can you share with us how this came about and what you plan to talk about? Okay, so this came about through a very good friend, V, V Robert, I'm not sure if you know her. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, I spoke to her at the Inspire Your Bid, which is her event, and 
I spoke at that event, and for, ever since then, we've built like, such a great relationship. And then she, she asked me, she said to me, Warren, I'm going to put on an event in Antigua, and I want you to attend. And I was like, wow. I was like, I looked at myself and thought, wow, yes. That's not a question. I'm there. So I'm, ex- I'm so excited about Antigua because I get a chance to not just be in the Caribbean, but to share value, to change life, to inspire people. We're going to be speaking to people from America, to Antigua, from the UK, all together in the same place. I'm looking forward to just sharing what I know and getting incredible transformations in that week period. So I'm so excited. I can't wait for it. Well, I'll definitely be looking out for um, all the pictures and videos uploaded onto Facebook. Um, So to finish off now, what would you say are five tips to transform your mindset? Five tips to transform your mindset is this. First of all, you want to find your why. So... Who do you love in your life? What difference do you want to make in this world? What do you love to do? Combine all of them and create that purpose. Create that why. And then start by understanding the psychology of the mind, realizing how the mind works. And then once you understand how the mind works, you can then manage your mindset. You can manage your emotions and what you do. And therefore, then tip three, I would say, is create the environment in your household. You've got to see it, you've got to say it, you've got to feel it and do it every single day. So for example, when I say set the right environment, is to have your goal board on your wall, to have your why on your wall, to have your gratitude list on your wall, and then you're seeing it every single day which it keeps it at the forefront of your mindset. So it's important that you're seeing it, saying it, and doing it every single day. So the environment is vital. It's all about immersion. So imagine this. If you want to speak Japanese, you're going to learn faster if you move to Japan and you live with Japanese people. Whereas some people might get a Rosetta Stones, for example, and do 20 minutes every other night. The person that moves to Japan and jumps right in it is going to become, it's going to get the desired results faster to speak Japanese. And that's the same process with the mindset. Because when you want to recondition your mindset, you have to go against the grain. You have to go against the old you. And you're going to have that voice in your head that says to you, no, that's not what you're doing. You're doing this. This is who you are. So therefore, you're going to go against that voice, but it takes all that you have. But when you have that environment and you're seeing it every single day, it then becomes a mentality. Tip four, go and get yourself a mentor. Get someone who knows about the mindset. Get someone who, who is, who's where you want to be and then learn from that coach or mentor because you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. And my last tip, tip number five, is be around like-minded people, people that inspire you, people that share similar dreams that you have. So that would be my five tips. And if you apply these guys, you will get phenomenal results. Thank you, Warren. And how can people contact you? 
So guys, you can contact me via Facebook, which is Warren Inspire Ryan, Twitter, Warren Inspire Ryan. My website is www.warreninspireryan.co.uk. Well, good luck with the baby. I can't wait to see the pictures and videos of your son. And thank uh, you for your time. No worries. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Keep smashing it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Tweet us at Inspire Your Biz and tell us your thoughts on today's podcast. <laughs>